Welcome to Real Black Content This Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about some words of wisdom, right? We're going to talk about words of wisdom that we got from the ancestors, right? Our family. We're going to talk about words of wisdom that we got from our elders, right? We're going to talk about the village. Because it takes... It takes all of us in the village to raise a child. It takes all of us to raise a child. Right? You know, when I think about the sayings of Big Mama, you know, the older I get, the more and more those sayings, right, they come to me, right? You know, Big Mama, you know, she was a little superstitious, right? She ran down to that church house, but she was superstitious, you know? You know, Big Mama said if your uh, if your palms was itching, right, that means that you had some money on the way. And then Big Mama used to have these sayings, right? Big Mama said that um, she was not going to fatten up no frogs for snakes, right? And then you have to live life, and then you understand what that wisdom means. Big Mama used to say, "Don't never put your belly." In another man's hand And you don't know what that means But through life You gain wisdom You understand right But Big Mama you know coming out that church house When you wanted to identify the enemy Big Mama would say Well it's easy To identify the devil son Because the devil Is here to Steal Kill and destroy right so when you see a person or a being or a entity or any industry that's operating to steal kill and destroy son you're witnessing the devil and the devil at work right that's important our people need to know what an enemy look like So we got to go back to the words of Big Mama. Big Mama, always at that church house, she was able to tell us what the enemy looks like, right? The black American woman in America have been chosen. She's been handpicked to be the whore in media. She's been picked, right? And... Us as the black American man, we we not doing a good job to protect our women, right? Because some of these things you can't pull off without the help of someone else. And unfortunately, we're helping the devil tear down the image of our own sister, of our own women, right? Our sister have been picked to be the whore of America. And we helping these devils along, right? So in media, you're going to always see the black woman as seductive. She's alluring. She's worldly. She's beguiling. She's tempting. And she's lewd. All the time in American media. That's her place. That's her portion, right? I stumbled across an artist, right? 
couple of years back. This artist's name is Suki. And this artist was pouring her heart out on media, right? Through social network. She was pouring her heart out saying that she did a record deal. And the sister said she felt like she sold her soul to the devil. Right? She don't own anything, her name, her likeness. She got into that wicked industry. Or I should say uh, music industry as they call it today, right? And in that industry, she just... It wasn't like she thought it was, right? Powerful video, man. The sister was giving a real deal testimony, right? About to say, but as far as this music stuff, I won't be doing this music stuff anymore. I started this because this is my dream. And, you know, I wanted to make sure I could get me and my kids out the hood. It's, it's always been my passion to rap. A while ago, I had signed a contract and I didn't know nothing about the business or, the, or, or, the, or this game out here. And just right now, I'm realizing that I signed my soul. I, I sold my soul to the devil. I signed myself to the devil. I don't even own myself no more. That video was a couple years back, so let's fast forward to today. I seen this very same sister on IG, right? So I went to her page to do an update, and when I'm reading the bio, it says, um, Suki with the good coochie and then I kind of looked and I'm going to read a little deeper and it says legendary ho booking email then it had her information and then it had the manager and I looked at the manager's name he's a Stein right then it continues to say wolf pussy right pardon my French mixtape out 902 and then it had the link to the YouTube video right so I go back to the manager and I see the name I identify he's a Stein anytime you see our people in a very degenerate behavior a lot of that activity right very low frequency activity there's normally a Stein Hiding behind the curtain, right? It's it's almost always, right? When you look at these music acts, man, and you you see um Listen, motherfucker, you pussy ass nigga. You gonna stop having these motherfucking hoes thinking they on my motherfucking level. I'm a big dog. I get money. I got your pussy. I'm not gonna I'm not your baby mom. I'm not the little bitch that you fuck with. And guess what? You gonna be mad when I put this pussy on a real nigga. Fuck no, shut the fuck up for oh, yeah. that ragged ass wig. I swear that's my motherfucking wig, and I'm gonna call your bitch. How long was but it? But I ain't gave her no pussy for a long time. Like, I made him wait for this pussy, and then I finally just gave it up to him. How long did you make him wait? It was like, shit, a long-ass fucking time. Like, three days. What's up, y'all? It's Suki Hana, and I got wigs for sale. My wig company called Good Coochie Wigs. So when you got that good cat, these niggas spend them good racks. So listen, we got the drug dealer sale going on right now. We don't sell nothing less than 30 inches. We like niggas that spin our fucking coin. So bitch, come on down here to good coochie motherfucking wigs and come get that real good quality, bitch. That be the problem, y'all were The imagery is always it's always low level energy, right? You again, I, I can't say it enough. When you look behind that curtain, it's a stein behind there, right? 
even when we go back right to the days of NWA because you know rap music wasn't always the rap music that the chi- you know that these kids see today when you go back to NWA and you look at a lot of the tracks that was made and a lot of the records that was made even the name of the very group then you pull that curtain back to see who's really pulling those strings back there wasn't no Malcolm X's pulling those strings over there. It wasn't no uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's piece be upon those men pulling those strings over there, right? It wasn't no Clarence 13X or as he more affectionately known as Father Allah. It wasn't no Nation of God nurse behind those, not those curtains in Los Angeles, right? There wasn't that. It wasn't no Khalid Abdul Muhammad, right? Peace be upon him. No messenger behind him. It was a Stein behind him. It was a Jerry Heller behind him. And he's pushing and he's pushing for this degeneracy. But they're going to let you do it. They're not going to be involved in it. You're doing it. They're going to stay behind the curtain. You go out there and you do it. Right. So now let's go back. Let's go back. Right. Let's go back. We're looking at Suki. And when I took a look at Suki's page, I never sold a record in my life. I never been in music in my life. But if I just look at the bio, Suki with the good coochie, legendary home, with the email address, I think she's selling something, right? But I don't think she's selling music. If I'm over a label, what does this have to do with artistry? Coming from one of my artists. What does this have to do with that? It has nothing to do with that. This is the pimping and whoring game though. They pimping and whoring our own sisters out. One of the biggest records that came out. In the last 12 months. Was a song with a Puerto Rican sister. And a black American sister. Telling the world that they got wet ass pussy. Now, I want you to follow me now, right? Do you think in a million years that the songwriters for that song, WAP, could have took that song and handed it to Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and they could have came out and performed that song? Do you think that would have really happened in... <laughs> We can't be that naive. Do you think that that can really happen? Where Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears will go out on the world stage and sing wet ass pussy. That'll never happen. No, that's the role of a whore. That's for your woman to play that. Go get her, let her play that. That's not for our women to go out there and do that. Let them play that. Because there's a game coming behind this, right? The over-hypersexual black American female. There's a game coming behind that. Because what they like to do is, once they take degeneracy, right? They fashion it up. They make it attractive. They put money around it. And then they put degeneracy on that pedestal and then they want your daughters and nieces to jump up and reach that's their new level 
That's their new heights. That's where they're trying to reach to attain. They're the goal now. Suki's the goal. Suki's the goal. But she got a stein representing her. Right? Controlling the imagery, right? Just like we just seen and we just talked about Cardi B, right? And Megan Thee Stallion. When you pull that curtain back and see who's calling the shots over there at Atlantic Records, it's a stein over there. Now, he ain't got the, the other artists, right? He ain't got those ladies acting like that. No, he got your sisters acting like that. When you do some time and you do some research, do yourself a favor. Just go to the Atlantic Records page and just look at all the artists. And I want you to look at the ones that's original man, original woman. And I want you to look at the devils and see who looks like what. Just, just take a look at the imagery. Just see who looks like what. Everybody's coming out the hood. Everybody used to sell dope. Everybody slung rocks. Everybody had, you know, they got that rags to riches story. And that's a beautiful thing in America. But everybody that got that rag to riches story don't come in this one particular packaging. They're going to give it to you in that particular packaging. What is black folks going to do to fight to gain the respect back of the world? A music artist... Man, you can't tell me you own your masters. You don't even own your likeness. You don't even control the likeness of your woman. The first thing I did when I seen Suki's page and I seen the manager, I went to the manager's page. You know what I said? I said, you know what? I left a message on the manager's page. I said, yo, the next video that Suki have out, I want to see your daughter in it and I want to see them dressed alike. I want to see them dressed alike. They let you do that. They don't do that. We came up right back in the day. Right back in the day. They had the uh, biggest shows at the time. Right. Was uh, Maury Povich show. And there was another Stein. Right. His name is uh, Jerry Springer. And. Um. The kids of today see Jerry Springer. Now he's uh, he got like a, he's a court judge now, right? But back in the day, we don't know him as being a court judge. We remember him from having a show, and he always kept low frequency guests on there. He kept our women on there, right? And the minute you see one of our sisters on there, on this stage, on his platform, they fighting and clowning and punching and. Pulling each other hair out and then you leave that show and you go to the the Maury show and Maury's a Stein, right? They, they, I'm showing you a pattern, right? They got your imagery. And you go on the Maury show and then you got a brother, he's jumping up and down because the sister is not pregnant by him and now he acts all compassionate. He has to go out and try to help the sister, you know, find the child's father because the DNA didn't match and and these two guys shows went on 15 to 20 years, right? 15 to 20 years. And when you consider that show, right? When you think back in retrospect, you say to yourself, what was the Arabian women on the show? 
how many episodes that Mori and Springer, right? You seen the Muslim sister with the, you know, the whole hijab and everything on, the face covering and the, uh, how many of those sisters you seen on the show? Right? With the Muslim attire on. How many Arabian women did you see on Mori and Jerry Springer? How many Turkish women did you see on these platforms? Right? How many Palestinian sisters you seen on there? On any of these guys shows? Like how often did you see that? How many Asian women, right? You seen on these shows? <laughs> you know why you're not going to see them on them shows? You put a Palestinian woman on there, you going to have a problem on your hand. That network going to have some physical problems. The host of them shows going to have some physical problems. You put a bunch of Arab women on there, you going to have a problem. Right? You put a bunch of Japanese or Korean women on there, and you take the image and you make it look like that, you're going to have a problem. Nobody's going to go for that but black folks. Nobody but the black American man is going to go for that to happen to his woman. This is why, you know, I say this often. The most dangerous man that you can never encounter is a man that says a saying such as, I got to do what I got to do to get this paper. That's a dangerous man. That's. I grew up in the same neighborhood. The men that you avoid is the ones that say, I got to do what I got to do to get this paper. Because they willing to sell you out and everybody out for that paper. Men ain't men no more. That man ain't there to provide, protect, and instruct. He's there to operate off his science of pleasure. That's it. Hey, yo, check this out. I don't know much about this Suki young lady. I don't know much about her, but I can tell you her story. I can look at the imagery. I can tell you her story. First off, she's a single parent. I can just look and say, okay, she's from the neighborhood. She's a single parent. Probably got four or five, anywhere between two to four kids. I say that. And then she got that bop, right? She got that bop when she talking, when she move around. I'm like, okay, she came out the gentleman's club. You can tell. Now, let's just go back. Let's go back. See, when you see her, when you see Suki, it puts you in the crosshairs because you're like, I want a sister to get her money. It puts you in that space. And then it puts you in a different space when you look at it and you say, you know, you don't want to see nobody trading their integrity for money. But the bigger picture is this. She is what happens when the black man don't do his job. That's what happens. That's how you get. See this is a product. Of somebody being a single parent in the hood. And they got to do what they got to do for their paper. Because you not there bro. I'm pretty sure she's a single parent. I'm pretty sure she went to the strip club. That's the whole stuff. That's the hip hop story right now. The culture is supposed to be moving forward, right? Lauryn Hill set the bar. Hip-hop artist, 5 million records sold, 
I don't know, man. Probably today she probably went diamond. I'm thinking Lauren Hill. It's like she probably sold 10 million records. So she should be the standard of artists selling records. But she can't be the standard, bro, because they don't want that image. Them folks got all the money. You think these folks really doing stuff for money? You really think these businesses and entertainment is set up for who's in the red and who's in the black? Man, them folks print the money. <laughs> Don't let these folks make you think that, yo, they print the money. They decide who going to win and who going to lose when it comes to business. That's what these government bailouts is for. They picking the businesses who they going to think going to win and who going to lose. It ain't got nothing to do with no money. If you fail and they just give you the money to get back right. There's businesses and there's artists that's been failing over the years, but the industry going to keep them pumping with money to... He's promoting an end. He's promoting the image that they need. Yo, I like Rick Ross. One of the dopest MCs is Fat Boy. Fat Boy can rap. Right? Can't take nothing from Fat Boy. That, that Fat Boy out of Miami can do it. But I also know numbers. I know numbers. Rick Ross was dropping project after project after project after project. And when you look at those numbers, even though some of the records are good records, He's barely going gold. I don't think the kid ever went platinum. Ever. Right? But his face and his wealth and what he do and the moves he make is all over the place. They're promoting him. That's a different kind of money behind him. Then right when he's... Right when you see Ross is hot. He's hot at the same time as Kendrick Lamar. And the kid from Carolina, the J. Cole kid. Those kids are not all over the place. They don't get enough promotion. They don't get exposure. You don't know when their record's coming out. But you got to understand, artists like Big Crit and Wale and J. Cole and Big Sean, and they're not going to push that. They don't have that imagery. They're not pushing that imagery around. It ain't going to be no money to promote them. The devil is on his job to steal, kill, and destroy. Look at your sister's image, though, right? Because we know she probably, everybody in America got that rags to riches story. It's the image, though. Steal, kill, and destroy. Does this image breed life? Is this a life-giving image we're seeing? Or are they giving us more death? They're giving us more degenerate behavior. But this is a teaching tool for us. Because at the end of the day, this is what it looks like when the black man doesn't step up and marry the mother of his children, providing her adequate protection, provision, and instruction. Because once the devil get her, all the devil know how to do is what the devil does. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Real Black Content is Fun Podcast, Big VJ. I'll get it with you guys later. Peace. Do it now. Do it now.
Somebody wants to get an Oscar. He cannot 